Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Broads. We promised a special guest. We did. And we're here to deliver. And apparently, ABC and Warner Bros. is here to deliver as well. Because we actually got a guest Yay! from The Bachelor. <laughs> not from just the current a, season. Not just a guest. Our favorite. Not just any guest. Of Listen to Your Heart. You obviously know who we're talking Fan about. favorite. Fan favorite. Our favorite. All of your favorites. Julia. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Already starting with the shade. It's Ryan. <laughs> Hi, Ryan. What's up, Broads? Thank you so much for having me. This has been uh, an incredible six weeks. You guys have been more than gracious, and it's just been overwhelming the support that you've shown me. So I am just very nervous, to be honest. This is. I woke up this morning. I'm like, damn, I'm on the. I'm on the the cast. Like this is crazy. Have you Have you done any interviews yet? I've done a few. Yeah, but this is, I mean, nothing compares to this. I'll be honest. Like, this is, this is crazy. You're already earning <laughs> Stop just it. so many Stop points. It. <laughs> so we brought keep you going, on. Keep going. We brought you on to tell you that we were lying the whole time. You were our least favorite. So this is just me a shade <laughs> fest. <laughs> no, you're a pretty likable person. So I don't think it's hard to, uh, I mean, I don't know. You didn't have any kind of bad edit on the show, but I also have a feeling that you weren't really being a bad person on the show. So that helps. Well, I was acting the whole time. So. <laughs> no, uh, you knew the moves to pull to win America's hearts for sure. This is actually <laughs> the, for your influencer career all along. You're not even a musician. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, no, no. Not. Um, but yeah, you know, it was just like it was such a bizarre scenario to be called upon to do. And it came out of nowhere. I was like, why not? And just I figured if I was just myself the whole time. Maybe it might come off as boring in some ways, but I'm just going to just going to do me and, and see what happens. And that's what I did. <laughs> OK, so how did this opportunity come about? Did you go to a casting? Did like someone nominate you? What what happened with that? So last year um, I got a random comment on one of my Instagram videos and it was just like, hey, we're casting for a new show for ABC next year. We think you'd be a great fit. And that was it. And I thought it was kind of wow. Yeah, I I thought it was kind of BS <laughs> off the bat, um, because you get a lot of just stupid stuff. Yeah, you said an yeah. Instagram comment. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. like, are That's you like, catfishing me right now? <laughs> and yeah, what and money so, do you uh, want? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, I, you know, I typed in the person's name, and this person had an IMDb, and I'm like, oh, okay, and he's worked on this show, the show. So I'm like, right, checks out. So I'll follow up with the email. And then next thing you know, we had a uh, the first round of casting was in Chicago. It was the closest city to me. Um, met them up there, did the whole thing in this hotel room. It was cool. Uh, and halfway through it, they're like, hey, would you like to come out to L.A.? I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, what? <laughs> sure. I, I, I thought there was going to be like 
thousands of people lined up. I, I didn't know what the deal was and yeah. pretty relaxed situation. Um, like, yeah, would you like to come out to LA? Of course. Um, went out to LA the next month, did another round of casting out there. After that, um, it went really well in LA. I felt like a really good energy in that room of, you know, we talked to them for like an hour, we performed for them. Um, and then next thing you know, a, a month after that, I got a call They're like, hey, would you like to be on Listen to Your Heart? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, it's so crazy. My experience was very similar with The Bachelor. Like, it's crazy how casual it is. Like, when you t when you talk to people about how, like, that, the whole process from start to finish with casting, it's very, my experience is really similar where it's just like, why don't you come out here and we'll talk about this? And then, yeah. like, why don't we do this? And then call and, like, so here's your packing list. And it's just, like, it's kind of crazy what it's so fast and, like, casual when, what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, and it's it's funny how fast these producers become, like, good friends. 100%. Before I even really met them in person, just being in contact with the phone, it was just like, oh, hey, what's up? What are you doing? Like, real casual. And that, that was the thing that really put a sense of ease upon myself mm -hmm. because I had, you know, I don't know anything Hollywood related. I don't yeah. know anything like that. So um, I was a little skeptical at first, but then having those relationships grow with the producers prior to going on the show, I'm like, oh, I, I feel in great hands. And all the way through, it was the same. Okay. I'll stop making it about this topic in a second, but by any chance was Bill one of your producers or was he on the show? He was there. Yeah. <laughs> He's my, he was yeah, he's, one of my favorite. He's the best. He's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, did you, uh, have you ever auditioned? Like, had you ever auditioned for like the voice before or American Idol before? No, this was the first. No. Yeah. I've never auditioned for anything. Um, I just never, I don't know why I, it, you know, I've never looked down upon those shows or anything like that. It just, it just didn't seem like the fit for me. Um, so I don't know why this did, you know, when it's like, adds, <laughs> adds the hitting element, I'm like, Hmm. <laughs> like this does not seem like a show I would typically go on. And uh, but it was just the most fun I've ever had. Honestly, it was so incredible. The people were just the cast, the crew. That's what made it for me. Um, it would have really sucked if I went in the house and everyone was just like real pretentious, douchey. And, and, and it was complete opposite of that. So very good. Yeah. How long were you guys filming for? Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say you had a, a, the dopest mansion set up, too. Like, you guys got oh the God. top notch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A list treatment. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've, uh, I wasn't, I'm very much like Matt in terms of not uh, seeing the show before. So, I, I, of course, everyone's familiar with the show. I mean, it's American folklore at this point. So, like, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but just walking up those steps and just seeing this place, and I knew it was different than, the original one because I've seen clips yeah. and things, but yeah, it was just unbelievable. And that backyard was just massive, and the, the it looked dope. Like where you guys were at, that was pretty sweet pad for sure. Yeah, just so much space in the valley, um, and the the like mountains were lit up every night. And I guess that's just every night. It wasn't just for the show. But, <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> so how long were you guys filming for? Uh, roughly a month. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay, similar to The Bachelor. I was really curious about the timeline with all of that. Yeah. Uh, who was the person who you connected with right off the bat, like, cast-wise? Uh, so, well, I mean, I think the obvious answer would be Jamie, just because we walked right. together and we had some time before people um, showed up. So that was that was great. But I would say generally as, like, a, a hang, uh, Matt. Okay. Really? 
Yeah. It's so funny because we don't sometimes see it's the same with The Bachelor. I think we don't always see these like friendships that are kind of the the real solid friendships that are going on behind the scenes. And I don't feel like we saw very much of that on the show. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, There was a lot of I mean, we did so much just like jamming and just, you know, we'd have coffee every morning and jam for like two hours by the table outside and just pass pass along. Like, you know, each one would take a verse and we do like 90s and 2000s hip hop and we just just go crazy and then at nighttime we'd have these piano sessions where we just all sing and and play instruments and it was that was really a good part of like the camaraderie and and team building aspect of it um and that's what i enjoyed mostly (laughs) so how long have you been doing music and like how'd you get started that whole background have you been pursuing a professional music career before going on the show all that kind of stuff yeah so um I started playing guitar um, when I was 13, and that, because I, I watched the movie The School of Rock, I was like, okay, uh, gotta do that. Gotta do that. So, <laughs> yeah, so um, so after watching that movie and seeing my best friend, he got a guitar for Christmas, um, I was like, okay, well, this, this seems cool. So I started practicing a lot, um, and then maybe like around college, I started writing songs and kind of doing the the coffee shop scene um and then just picked up piano and bass along the way um i moved to nashville for about a year and a half and then just kind of i liked it but it wasn't really for me so i moved back um and was kind of confused about the next step because going back to michigan mm. i was like uh you know it's not like the biggest music scene but it definitely has like it's it's thing going on um so I'm like, all right, I just got to regroup. And then that's when I did the whole like Nova Scotia trip. Um, I wanted to do like a Bonnie Vare, like go in the woods by myself and just make something. Yeah. And so I was just kind of looking around on the Airbnb map, like where can I rent? <laughs> you know, what, what what's the deal? <laughs> when was this? <clears throat> this was the f- tail end of the summer, like 2016. Okay. Um. So I was like, what can I do for like a month? And I was looking at Michigan. Everything was just super expensive for the summer because that's like the ideal time to be in Michigan um, and all the cottages up north. And uh, so I was like, well, this isn't happening. So I kept moving around the map. And then I saw this little plot of land out in the Atlantic Ocean. I'm like, what is that? Yeah. And so it ended up being Nova Scotia. And I took all my studio. I moved my entire all my gear um, in my car, drove it like 20 hours, took a ferry across the from Maine or uh, I guess it be New Brunswick to Nova Scotia, stayed there. I was planning on staying there for a month. And what happened was the owners were living in um, Costa Rica at the time. And so they called me. They're like, hey, we're going to need to fix the roof while you're there. I'm like, what? Why not? Like, <laughs> like give, me, give me some time. And so uh, they're like, no, it has to be done now. I'm like, okay, cool. But luckily enough, the house was big enough. They had like this guest quarters. And so the guy, his name was Jean-Marc. He's from France. <laughs> He, uh, he came and stayed with me uh, and I thought it was going to be like a week job, week and a half. I was looking up like, how long does it take to fix this the, the roofing <laughs> guy that's staying with you? This is the owner of the house. Oh, the owner of the house. Okay. And is he fixing the roof? I'm so confused. Yes, yes he is. So okay. you guys are officially He's roommates now. Roof. He's okay. fixing the roof while you are writing music. Okay. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but yeah, if you saw a picture of the place, it would make sense. Like it, it was a pretty big spot. Um, And so anyways... He's staying. You said you were Googling like how long it takes to fix a roof. Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> how fucking long is this guy gonna be here right yeah. the average was like oh you could do a whole roof in like four or five days i'm like okay cool <laughs> sean mark really liked you <laughs> he's just like oh. i don't want to leave so yeah so what happened it, he was just it was him and his father-in-law who was like you know close to 80 at the time and this guy he built the house it took him like 20 years to build this place it's like this huge fishing uh cabin from the 20s and they rebuilt it it's gorgeous and so anyways long story short he stays for six weeks oh my god and i'm just like okay uh but he was very kind like we went wait fishing. so how long were you planning on staying there at that point because i thought you were only supposed to be there a month a month yeah so obviously we're talking this whole time he's like he's like yeah you know like feel free to stay longer and they reached out his wife she sends me a a message she's like hey for all your trouble like we'll tack on another two months for free i'm like <laughs> he'll be there the whole time but no, no, no. enjoy no, he wasn't he wasn't he was only, <laughs> he was there, only for there for, like for another... the six weeks yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so you know i was there for like 12 weeks three months wow it was uh, unreal i was just by myself like in this little in the middle of this forest on this pretty big lake like 10 minutes from the ocean and nobody bothered me um it was really dope <laughs> Apologies, while you're telling this, I'm like trying to pick something off my tongue. I got nail glue. I was trying to bite open this nail glue <laughs> container and I got nail glue on my tongue and tooth. So I'm just oh. I'm, <laughs> while I'm doing this. I am fully into your story. So during that time, was this like a super. Did, did, OK, one, did you get like close with this guy? Because you said he ended up. It was. Yeah. Because I feel like he's part of this story. And then also, did you have like this breakthrough musical development during these 12 weeks in this cottage? Uh, both. Yes. Yeah. So I'll take, uh, so, uh, the dude, Jean-Marc, he, we would just like kick it every, every night we'd make bonfires. <laughs> he'd teach me how to, you know, like fish and we'd, we'd do all this crazy stuff together and we'd hang out and look for UFOs at night. And, and it was, just, <laughs> it, was it was a good time. He, he was a great dude. Uh, and then, uh, but yeah, so musically that's where I learned like production. So I was reading books mm. on it. I was watching tutorials. I was just, you know, spending 12 hours a day just just on my computer, like in this with my studio set up in this big room and just learning how everything works. And that's if I didn't have those three months, I, there's no way I would be kind of where I'm at today. So mm. I'm very grateful for that opportunity to do that um, in that family. Like I'm, I'm eternally grateful for them because they hooked it up, because if you would divide the amount of days I was there price wise, it would be like a roach infested motel cheap. It would be like 20 bucks, right? Wow. Yeah. They tacked on two, ex I know, that's insane. They tacked on two months. Well, it was, it was a very rural area. So I think they were just happy that people were paying the bills and taking care of it while they were gone. Yeah. So. Um, and then obviously Jean-Marc loved you. So oh, yeah, add that yeah. to it. <laughs> broads, broads, broads. In a moment, we'll go right back to our beloved Ryan. But first, we have to talk about something else that is quite beloved to us. It is liquid IV. If you've ever experienced dehydration, well, congratulations, you're human. Three out of four people are dehydrated every day. That's crazy. And if you're one of them, you've probably experienced the not so fun side effects like brain fog, muscle fatigue, headaches for myself for years. I thought that there was something wrong with me. Turns out my headaches were because I was dehydrated. Um, but staying hydrated on water alone means you have to drink eight full glasses a day, which can be extremely challenging. That's why Liquid IV is your best bet for getting all the hydration your body needs, no matter how busy your days may be. Liquid IV is really the most effective way to boost your hydration levels. One serving of Liquid IV provides the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water. 
One serving equals two to three bottles of water. Liquid IV has been saving me lately from my dehydration. You will find Liquid IV all around my home in my bags. I am so grateful for them. And on top of staying hydrated, Liquid IV has the added bonus of containing five essential vitamins. Vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and B12. It has more vitamin C than an orange and has as much potassium as a banana, all of which is optimized in your body through cellular transport technology. So fancy. Um, Long story short, this stuff keeps your body functioning at its peak uh, more quickly and effectively than just water alone. Liquid IV is available nationwide at Target, Whole Foods, and Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code chatty at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order, and they have a lot of great stuff, when you use promo code chatty at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code chatty, and again, you can also find them nationwide, Target, Whole Foods, or Costco. Oh, honey, I'm excited to talk to you about this next sponsor, Online shopping is, in my opinion, one of the greatest things ever. There's virtually nothing you could ever want that you can't have delivered to your door. And especially right now, are you kidding me? Uh, But what's even better than online shopping? Saving money while online shopping. Now, thanks to Honey, saving money and online shopping are one and the same. Honey is the free, I'll say it again, it's the free online shopping tool that saves you money while you uh, online shop. And it's so easy to use. Anytime you're shopping online at one of your favorite stores, when you get to the checkout, a little box will drop down and all you need to do is hit apply coupons. Wait for a few seconds while Honey scans every promo code on the internet and watch the prices drop. Honey takes care of everything. All you have to do is let it save you that money, Honey. Uh, Honey supports over 30,000 stores like Target, Best Buy, Macy's, and they're adding more stores every single day. The other week, I was shopping on Sephora. I'm really enjoying the makeup these days. Applying it every day is kind of giving me some normalcy. Um, Anyways, I was at checkout uh, after adding all the pretty things, probably a little too much, but I let Honey do its thing and I ended up saving almost $20, $20 that I just didn't know that I could save. Ugh, Honey's become my new best friend. That's basically free money and trust me when I say there is no better surprise than free money. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It's free to use and installs in just a few seconds. Plus, it's backed by PayPal, so you know you can trust it. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash chatty. That's joinhoney.com slash chatty. So so then that's where you learned all like your production skills. Because here's the thing, Ryan. When we first decided, we're like, we're going to recap, listen to your heart. I was assuming it would probably be a lot of just like singers, right? Singers. Yeah. Or s- singer songwriter. Right. And then the very first episode with you, it was like, okay, he's super cute. He seems nice. And then as soon as you went into the studio with Jamie, that was when Beck and I were like, oh shit, you knew everyone who was working in there like by name and then watching you throughout the process. It's like, oh, you are, you're clearly like producer, songwriter, like just consummate artist. Was that something that like were most all the castmates on the show like that? Or was it just kind of a mix of some mostly like singer songwriters and then other producers? Yeah, I think it was um, such a good mix because you had people like, you know, Becca, for instance, who Mm -hmm. was a musical theater girl Mm -hmm. and she was, she's like never performed pop music 
or sang pop music really at all. So, you know, she had, you had her, and then you have like, you know, a, a girl like Ruby, who is a prodigy violin player since the age of two. And she's toured yeah. with Willie Nelson and she played with Lady Gaga. Like what? <laughs> Remember Becca, I sent you that, that, uh, like video of her. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> this girl's amazing. She's insane. She's insane. Um, so yeah, it was, it was just all over the map. I mean, you had people who just started like a, a couple years ago and then you had people, you know, just, it was a very good mix. Wow. That's really interesting. So then after that, from like around 2016 to now, had you been full-time pursuing your musical career? Have you been, what what do you do otherwise? Yeah. So, um, since I moved back, I was working for an ophthalmologist, um, an eye doctor, and I would basically, uh, take pictures behind. It was like eye photography in a way, you know, you'd, you'd work these lasers and you take pictures behind people's eyes for glaucoma macular yes. degeneration are you one like of the that. ones who did the puffs in my eyes because you know, I- funny. Every, everybody asked that and we we haven't they haven't done that in our clinic for like 10 years oh um, god bless because i love going to my eye doctor because i need it but those puffs scare the shit out of me yeah. yeah yeah everybody asked that but no we i've never done that and then where were you taking your i mean I guess I should have done more research, but like, have you been releasing music or like, are you working in the studio at all or, or doing any kind of production or like, what, what, what were you doing up until listening to your heart in terms of music? Yeah. So in terms of music, I would, you know, uh, work from like eight to four, I'd go home and I'd nap and I'd wake up and either work on music or a gig at night. So that's been kind of my life for a while. Um, you know, collaborate with others uh, produce my own stuff. I put out my EP last year and then just kind of consistently working on new stuff. Um, yeah, it's just kind of, I'm, I'm literally in this room that you see like 90% of my life. <laughs> so when we first just, started uh, the episode, Becca asked if like, if Ryan's studio, if you're watching on YouTube broads, she was asking if Ryan's studio was like a green screen. <laughs> Cause yeah, it looks for so some like reason, there's something about your lighting of you. You look like you're in a zoom filter <laughs> with that in the background. I, I love the idea though, that it actually is. And you're just lying to us. You're like, yeah, no, this is my, I'm a musician. <laughs> I think it's just poor. It's just very poor lighting. So the, like the lights up here, the little string Christmas lights aren't, aren't in focus. And so it looks a little cheesy, but um, it's real. <laughs> no, it looks lovely. It just looks like you're, it looks great. you know, you're just trying to, to trick us. You're like secretly not a musician. You're like, yeah, this is, this is my background. Trying to, <laughs> trying to flex. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if you can answer this or not, but did you know there was going to be the love aspect going into the show? I did. Um, okay. Th- okay. Cause we've heard mixed things we've heard from mixed. like, uh, yeah. from, from other so- friends of friends kind of thing. Yeah. Now they didn't, it wasn't like overly like, wasn't hey, explicit to fall in love by any means. Right. And so that's, that kind of gave me a, a little bit sense of ease. It was like, Hey, you know, there's going to be music. There's going to be obviously relationships going on. Um, there's going to be music. There's going to be love. There's going to be yeah, sex. Exactly. <laughs> You're going to be listening to your heart. Yeah. 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 So, um, but they, they definitely kept it very vague. They didn't give us like, this is how it's going to work. I literally walked up to the mansion that night, like, what the fuck am I getting into? Yeah. <laughs> I I have no idea. Um, well, it's so. season one, too. I don't even I'm I'm sure that I'll, probably a lot of production is kind of like, 
let's see what happens yeah. and what people's chemistry is like and see what sticks to the wall kind of thing. There was a lot of, yeah, you could sense that. There was a lot of like, let's try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like from the from the producers and stuff. Like, hey, sounds good. Let's let's do it. <laughs> well, I thought that was hilarious how Matt and Rudy someone one of them said on another podcast that like they just literally asked to pull over when they were in their tour bus and like, oh, can we stay the night at a hotel? And it was like, sure. <laughs> yes. And yeah. as a bachelor, as a bachelor uh, watcher, if you would be watching the season, season to season, you'd know it's like, no, you have it. It's a designated well, a bachelor, fantasy suite. Yeah. As a bachelor contestant, because Jess asked me, she's like, you think they just asked? And I was like, no, <laughs> there's no way in hell. Like there, th but I think it's just, I mean, that's kind of fun about doing season one of this show. It's kind of like seeing, just let's see what happens. Yeah. And I think with that, um, I don't want to like overstep my bounds, but it was something where there, you know, I'm sure they were like asking before and like weren't getting a yes. So sure. I, I don't know if they're like, hey, this is a perfect opportunity or maybe they're just like, hey, let's let them have it. <laughs> like, you know, sure. Yeah, that's true. Because they hadn't had a date yet, huh? So it was kind of like, yeah, hey, they, let them let them have forever. let them have a moment. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of which, I was gonna say, can we talk about the couples, like who's still together and sort of what happened? Jess and I noticed that through throughout the season, and even kind of up until the finale, it's very sort of vague about the about where couples are at now, mm -hmm. and so we want to chat, and maybe you can help us confirm or if if it's fine with them, who's still together and who's not now, yeah. Rudy and Matt, they're not still together. Right. That's what, that's the vibe I got from their posts, I guess. So, okay. So here's the thing. I, I have like a, I have a group text with five people and it's all, uh -huh. it's all men. And we don't <laughs> talk about like, hey, how are you guys doing? It's, like, we send each other funny shit. <laughs> so just I, memes. I, I talk, yeah. So I talk, I talk to Rudy and Matt all the time. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, we're cool. Like, I, I don't think it's okay. I don't think like they talk all the time and I think they're making music together. So that's a great sign. But, it seems like that was the outcome of a lot. I think most of the couples besides bringing up uh, are. Yes. Uh, <laughs> are Trevor and Jamie still together? No, I've they're not. <laughs> <laughs> OK, now I'm just talking to Jess. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> but who do we, Jess? Maybe you could tell us. Well, like, I would just add according to the IG. I. I actually got my info from a um, an article that Ryan uh, was in and then everyone was talking <laughs> about everyone was talking about, you know, where their relationships are at. And I saw that, you know, it was like Matt and Rudy are like, we're talking, but it's not a, there's nothing official. Yeah. Uh, Brie and Chris obviously still very much in love and together. Trevor and Jamie are not together, but there's no like malice. Um, OK. And I want to know what happened. <laughs> I want to yeah, know when I know they obviously ended. want the details, but <laughs> but then okay, so they're not together though. <clears throat> no, I guess not. Yeah, no. Um, but what about what about you, Ryan? Yes, yeah. spill the deep. Yeah, <laughs> Give yeah, us so all I the details. Um, <laughs> you no, know, it's basically in the article. Like we we left Natasha and I. Unfortunately, our scenes were were very brief, and I don't mm -hmm. think you got a real indication of like how we interacted out interacted yeah um but we had such a great chemistry and we were just we just had such a blast together so when we got kicked off it was very difficult mm -hmm. and so you know we both went back in our suvs and it was it was it was tough on both of us and it was like oh 
now it's over. She goes back to LA. I go back to Detroit. It right. happens now. And then two weeks later, COVID happens. And it's like, oh. you know, we were planning. I was planning on going out to LA. Hmm. Um, now, Wait, sorry. So the filming was earlier this year. In yes. it was it, filming was in 2020. Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So it was, yeah, not too long ago. And then um, we were obviously talking a lot right after the show and just catching up. And we're like, hey, we'd love to, we'd love to see each other. Like, when can we, when can we do this? Um, and I just, for myself, I just needed like a little bit of breathing time because I came back with, I've never experienced this feeling before, but I was like PTSD tripping. Like I was, <laughs> it was, yeah. a, it was the strange, I would wake up in the middle of the night and actually go and put, I've never done this in my life and go and like dress myself because I thought I was going into an interview. I would wake up multiple <laughs> oh. times in the middle of the night and like, it was weird. I remember I was getting in the car and something caught on my seatbelt to get in my car. And I thought that the mic was getting caught on something. And I remember <laughs> being like, my mic's caught on something. And then I was like, I don't have a mic on. Like it's, it's real. I don't, I really don't think, I really don't think anyone can understand what the experience is like until you go through it. It's so weird. And it's yeah. such, it's such a transition after going back into normal life yeah you would you wouldn't think it is but it's just it you know i yeah it's like where's my mic pack uh where where are the camera guys like i was missing them <laughs> i went from like i went from like it sucks that these guys are right here like right in my face but now i'm like oh i kind of miss them like, i feel lonely. i feel lonely yeah no phone to phone again <clears throat> yeah and after four or five weeks and it's crazy that's what people underestimate from you know just seeing the show it's you can make some really intense connections in such a short time because you're with somebody 18 hours a day, potentially, because you're not sleeping. I don't know about you. Like I didn't sleep well at all. Um, and so you're up all the time and, and no phones, no source of outside communication. So it's like you're forced to communicate. And I know some of these people on a deeper emotional level than some of my best friends. Mm. It's nuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I had I had a, a tough time for like a week and a half right after we came back and then COVID happened and was like, oh, well, I guess we're just FaceTiming a lot, talking and, and making music now. So it's cool. All good on our front. <laughs> yeah. And it, it seemed on the show like you guys were on the same page in terms of like it, it didn't seem like there was any imbalance in terms of like. I'm falling head over heels in love with you. And the other person being like, yeah, it's, it just seemed like you guys were on the same page in terms of like. <clears throat> levels of commitment and all that kind of thing yeah and i think like what you didn't see is like we we kind of snuck away and like signed a, a pact in blood we're like let's do this you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> no but I, I, it's funny it's I'm funny. like we knew it we okay. knew the whole time. <laughs> it's just funny like people are, you know it makes sense because of what was shown but like that wasn't the case at all we, we truly still care about each other and we had such a great connection on and off stage and um but we were just focused, like right, right when we connected, we're like, let's do this. Let's, let's try to put on the best performances that we can, because, um, you know, you always want to bring it, you want to give a hundred percent. And we didn't know what the other couples would do. So we're like, well, let's just shoot for the moon on each performance and see what happens. Like a couple of times it worked one time, it drastically failed. So you know. was there a sense of kind of intense competition that we, we maybe didn't see on the show between the couples? In terms of performing was there was there more of that tension or was it everyone just kind of trying to play it cool like we're all friends kind of thing yeah you know i would like to say that it was intense but everyone at least on the outside was like very supportive 
And, you know, because you'd, you'd hear everybody um, going over their songs in different yeah. sections of the house. You'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, going over stuff and maybe you should do this here, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it was, it was very supportive from everybody in the cast. And there was no like devious stuff that we saw. Uh, so <laughs> was it strange <laughs> to watch it then afterwards when you're seeing people in their confessional booths revealing certain things and you're like, oh shit, I thought that we were, everything was like good to go. Yeah. Yeah. That was the part I was really looking forward to the most because, um, it's like Becca, you know, this you're, you can only, you're only living your, your life on the show. You don't see what anyone else is saying in these confessionals. And it's like, I don't remember what I said three hours ago, much less three months ago. So I was, <laughs> I was looking forward to seeing what I said. Um, totally. Much less the other people. And that, and that definitely changed a little bit how I viewed people, um, I would say, but you know, it's hard to take these little clips and everyone was very nice to me and, and I tried to, to be the same to them. So I, I didn't have any issues with anybody on the show per se. Um, I want to know what the hell happened with that performance when you guys left. What <laughs> was that a mic stance? What, what can you just tell us what actually happened? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, you know, we, we've N Natasha and I, I think she's cool with me saying this, but you know, we got up on stage and we like crushed it in sound check and it was sounding so good. And we were, we were very confident going into that. Cause we obviously did a 180. We flipped it completely and, uh, like, okay, this is gonna be cool. And like, right after we started singing, then we kind of broke into that like Latin salsa vibe and the crowd was getting into it. We're like, okay, cool. Like it's working. And then I think she, I kind of like blacked out after the, after it happened. So I think either she just did not sing the, the, like the pre-chorus or something. And then, so I was like, uh, uh, just like standing there like <laughs> shit. And then, and then that caused me to be like, okay, do I follow what she's doing or do I try to like anticipate the next oh. coming up? So it, I was, I was in a different state the 40 seconds in. Yeah. So, you're like, like you can't even like I'm recall. sure you both. Yeah. I'm sure you both were. It's just like, oh, and then, you know, I think there was, we were singing the, the pre-chorus and we were supposed to sing the chorus and it was, it was such a mess. And then she handed me the mic. I'm like, Oh my God, what? <laughs> and then, uh, and then Matt, it was funny. We got off stage and Matt's like, dude, are you, you're fucking playing the guitar with your microphone. I'm like, was I? <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. Oh no. It's like when, when all of a sudden that adrenaline <laughs> is like, Oh shit, what's going on? Like you don't even have a concept of like what's happening in the moment. Oh, I don't, I don't remember walking out on that little catwalk thing. I was like, okay, please just don't fall. Cause it was very skinny. It wasn't like, <laughs> oh, God. like, and then the crowd was right there, like right on it. And uh, I was like, as long as I don't fall, I'll be good. I don't remember even playing guitar out there. I was like, this, this, my career is over. Like people see this, like this guy's a joke. <laughs> like, this oh sucks. my gosh. Was that no. rough to wash back? I don't think it, I mean, I don't think it actually like looked that bad. No. I think it was just hard to watch because of how obvious it was that something was g going wrong. Like not, the, <laughs> not what was planned. I was, let's just say I was um, not looking forward to watching it to say the least. But when I did watch it, I was like, I think they helped us out a bit in terms of what they did show, because if oh. they showed the full performance, awkward city. Oh, so you think that they, they didn't make it look as bad? No, no. Uh, yeah, there were some like pauses in there. And, and then I think if you cut to the oh. if you cut to the band, I think they were looking like Ryan, the drummer. I think he's like, oh, no, 
<laughs> so it was, it was just uh, because was, I wasn't uh, sure because like again obviously like Becca was saying you're like okay something's going wrong but you guys you know were like so bummed afterwards that part of me was like did we miss something or also clearly you two are like incredible professionals that I'm like oh they're just going to be really hard on themselves because you know this is like their superior craft so they're but okay if, if they but didn't granted, show it we quite, were I yeah. was going to say granted we were seeing the other reactions from the uh, other contestants yeah. too that are kind of backstage like <laughs> what's happening <laughs> and I got off stage it was just like so bad it was laughable I was just like up. I was like well <laughs> I'll see you guys on the outside, like catch you later, you know, like when I was being interviewed, because I knew there was no way that. Okay, but here's here's the thing, Ryan, and this is this is was our biggest our biggest beef the whole time. Were mm-hmm. you not frustrated that you weren't getting the same judges or at least two of the at same judges, even, even one. one judge every week? Because let's be honest, you guys had one misperformance other than that. It, you guys were crushed every single time that was there that frustration they're like oh my god if they would have if we would have a judge that was had been seeing us the past you know three performances we'd have well, a chance right now yeah Justin, like you brought up last episode with with chris and brie it's like if we had one or two of the same judges it might be like this feels like the same thing we've seen like the past three weeks right like, or even in just terms of perform or growth you know? like hey right i noticed that you're doing better and that's right. wants us to keep you on like once trevor yeah. and jamie yeah you know making leaps and bounds from week one that all that kind of thing yeah i mean i guess in hindsight it, it would be nice but at the same time it's like you know this is a competition and that like you're only as good as your latest song performance whatever so i think you just gotta you just gotta bring it and we didn't and uh you know rightfully so we got we got sent home so you're not nearly as bitter as i am (laughs) no 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 no. well do you know what now like so for chris and brie what was the what was the thing you could win at the end all i remember is the tour and obviously now that's not happening so like what were the what what did the winners get? Yeah, so they got to um, you know, go on tour, but obviously, like you said, that's gonna be postponed and they got to make a record with like uh, a notable producer. And so oh, that's dope. They, they just dropped that yesterday and it's really good. It's called Chris and Bree. And I it's need to check um, it out. It's five five of the covers they did they did all the way through and then five originals. So it's a ten song album. It's actually really good. Um cool. and I was I wasn't surprised at all, but yeah, it's the originals are really dope too. So question for you before, before listen to your heart and all this in school, I I need history of you. Were you like, so you started playing the guitar when you were like, what do you say when you were in junior high 13? Okay. In high school, were you like the cute musician that all the girls liked or were you like kind of banned by your, like doing your thing? You know, though, Jess, he's going to say he wasn't the cute musician, even if he actually <laughs> no. was, he's nodding his head. No, no. this isn't going to be a straight answer. It could be true or not. <laughs> we really don't know. No. So th- this was the thing I was, I was in sports all my life. Um, oh, okay. You know, even through high school. So that kind of threshold is like, once I started playing music, sports went down, music went up. So all throughout um, high school, people probably knew me for like playing basketball and and stuff like that. Um, So I would play, we'd have like, you know, talent shows and stuff, but I really, not too many people knew that I 
played music, to be honest. So th there was none of that. Um, I started really performing and playing solo shows. And like I, I mentioned to you, just like coffee shop stuff when I was like 18, 19, like college. So yeah, yeah there was none of that in high school. I like, uh, and I think what really helped, oddly enough, is I had like pretty chronic acne for like 10 years. And this is a weird segue, but from like 12 to 22, um, I had that. And it was like a self-esteem, obviously crushed, like, cause it's, it's not fun. I hear you. <laughs> Yeah. And so, there. and so I would just go home and boys don't have, I mean, they can wear makeup, but it's not really like girls. It's <sighs> like, you can't really hide it very well either. It sucks. Exactly. So I would go home and just like play guitar for hours and, and, and just try to get better because that was like my, my safe space. Cause I didn't want to go out. Like I'd go out with my friends. I'm not going to lie and say I'm a shut in, but like very much so was just focused on music because I felt awkward in a way for like a, a long time. So, um, that was kind of my, my experience. Mm. It was your solace. It was. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Hey broads have to pause for one quick second. Um, if you're looking for a fun way to pass the time right now, which let's be honest, most of us are, you may feel like you're running out of good options. I personally feel like I visited every single corner of the internet and made every kid's craft known to mankind and baked enough cookies to satisfy a lifetime of sugar cravings. And, um, I'm exhausted of all of them. They were once exciting and now they're not so much exciting anymore. <laughs> but one thing I will never get tired of playing is Best Fiends. It's the perfect mental break. It really is and its setup is super casual. You can spend as much or as little time playing as you want. The best part is it doesn't require any internet or cell service to play. So it's perfect for, say, uh, an unexpected line to get into in the grocery store or when you're waiting for your one millionth Zoom call of the day to start, I swear I spend more time waiting for Zoom meetings to start than I spend in the actual meeting. So I have Best Fiends right there ready for me to help pass the time. It's fantastic. Um, and no matter if you find yourself playing Best Fiends a lot or a little, they update the game monthly with new levels. So you'll never get bored because you better believe mom is zipping through some of these levels lately. The little creatures are too cute. I can't help it. I just want to play it constantly these days okay so engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters trust me with over a hundred million downloads a hundred million this five star rated mobile puzzle game is a must play listen if you got over a hundred million downloads and you have it's still five star rated i think you can say it's pretty good so download best fiends for free on the apple app store or google play that's friends without the r Best Fiends, download it on the Apple App Store or Google Play and enjoy, broads. Back to the episode. Oh, also, what sign are you? So many people have been asking me this and I've not told a soul, but I guess. T? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, um, I am. What do you guys think I am? Do you have I, like, I'm not super oh, into this. Oh, this is fun. Oh. Okay, 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 okay. Wait, do you know, do you know, is this your sun sign? Or do you also know, like, your moon and your rising? Are we getting into this? That? This is just one of the 12. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. So that's your sun sign. Okay, just yeah. the birthday, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Jess, let's discuss. Um, my, I, let, let's have three guesses and let's decide on the three together. Okay, oh, I like this. My initial thought. Yes. I think Virgo's an option. Oh, really? That did not come to mind. 
I thought Libra or Taurus, honestly, were actually the two that I oh, thought. Oh, interesting. Definitely. And maybe Capricorn. Those were like the three that came to mind for me. Okay. No, wait. <laughs> maybe Sag is actually one of them. I think I, I would say either Virgo, Libra, or Cancer. Okay. No. Wait, maybe Cancer. I don't think, I don't think Virgo. Okay. Ryan, I'm so excited. I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm actually going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Cancer, Libra, Sag. Okay. Those so, are my guesses. Um, I'm none of any of those. Damn it! <laughs> Our astrology knowledge just failed us. <laughs> we know nothing. Are um, you Pisces? Yeah. Yes! <gasps> that just came to mind before he said it. Oh yeah. my gosh. I knew it all along. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot about that one. And when I thought of it, I was like, I bet he's Pisces. Mm-hmm. You're Pisces. Are you the end of February? <clears throat> um, no, I'm the I'm the tail end of, of Pisces. Oh. Okay, Afternoon. never mind. I don't know shit. So when's your birthday? Uh March twentieth. So I'm I am the March. very last day of the calendar. And the oh. New Year's Eve. Okay. Which I just found out last year. I, I had no idea. They're like, oh, yeah, you're like the New Year's Eve of the signs. I'm like, oh, that's that's dope. Oh my so that mean you're right on the, what is the on the cusp of Aries? Aries, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. All right, Pisces. I'm going to get so much shit now. I'm going to get so much shit in my chat. Oh, my God. Why I, would you get shit? Because so many people have been asking. I just, I just, I don't know why I wanted to avoid it, but it was just like, but know. Ryan, it's Becca and I. <laughs> We've been with you this, this whole is time. A it's a safe this is a place. It's a safe place. That's what you can tell them. No, you guys, you guys us. deserve it more than anybody. <laughs> okay, let's hit him with some. Jess, I feel like we should hit him with some like hard and fast questions. Uh, almost like speed dating questions. Okay, love it. Last, okay. last serious yeah, relationship. Last serious relationship. Um, mm-hmm. when it ended. Like, I had a sure. Yeah, like for how long and how recent? (laughs) Tell us her first, middle, and last name, her birthday, social security number, if you have it. What is her Instagram Instagram handle? handle. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. um, So my last serious relationship was uh, for two years, pretty much almost exactly two years, and that was that ended um, last, basically a year and a half ago. It was like last January. Mm. Okay. So So you've been single for a while. Yeah, yeah. Do you tend to date musicians? I've never dated a musician. Do you prefer it that way? Uh, it's, I I like it. It's cool to be able to to share, you know, what you do with somebody. Um, it's it's very, that's cool. I mean, I'm not like pro musician, pro anti musician. I'm very open, <laughs> so I wasn't going on the show like, oh my god, if I don't find somebody, my heart's gonna be broken, and you know. <laughs> So I, I was just, she I was just very open to, to it. And, uh, yeah. but luckily like Natasha is just, we seem so opposite, I feel like. And, and that's what most people say, but it's like, we just locked in and we're like, we're more alike than people think. Well, uh, she's a, she's a goddess and we worship her. So obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's so funny though. Cause she totally came in with that, like real housewives energy mm-hmm. kind of thing. And when you first see those couple scenes together, it's really funny. It's like, what is 
I was just cracking up because you're like, I don't feel like I'm your type. And I just thought that was like the funniest line ever. But then it did seem like you guys were really vibing as the time went on. Mm -hmm. But that initial kind of like impression of her and impression of your dynamics was very like it didn't seem to fit. Yeah. And and I and I told her that and I and I told, um, you know, we obviously do interviews a lot. So they're like, what do you think about this Natasha girl that just walked in? I'm like, not my type. Like, she's beautiful, but not for me. And so, like, that was my vibe off the bat. This is right after, you know, this is the first weekend. And so just coming off Jamie, I'm trying to figure stuff out. And uh, and she shows up. I, I remember we were in, I don't know if you guys remember, in the back of the house, there's like a covered kind of circular seating area in the back. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting there hanging out with some people. And then you could just, like, feel the energy change. You knew something was about to go down. Like, the, there was camera guys moving and we're like, like what's going down you know (laughs) and so uh and then she you just like see her out of the corner of your eye and this like bright white she was just like glowing and i was like "Uh uh-oh like something's (laughs) going on and uh and she sits down and the rest is history that that conversation happens and uh yeah (laughs) it was very that was the first moment where i'm like okay like now i feel like i'm on a show because what do you we were all kind of just like vibing. And then that was like, oh, hmm. <laughs> it was a very strange moment because you felt just a sense of unease amongst the cast um, mm. after she kind of, she dropped that. And, uh, you know, I yeah. remember Matt and I look, looking over at each other like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of want to hide. Uh, <laughs> it's getting but, real for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first moment where I'm like, okay, it's real. We're doing this. So uh, but ever since then, it was like we were, I mean, we were close. What do you feel like you guys have in common? I think just, uh, uh, just like a, pa- obviously like a passion for music. We, we have very similar interests in, in genres and, and tastes. And, you know, I think where we're at in our career, even though like she's done a lot more kind of in the public eye, I think we, we understand each other musically. Um, so there was that, of course we're both attracted to one another. Like that's no doubt, but it was also what I saw in her, which I I've never seen in a, in a woman that I've talked to. It was just like this glaring confidence and just mm-hmm. like, Hey, I'm, I'm myself. And if you don't like it, like take it or leave it. Exactly. So I, I love that. Like New York in her, like it's very no bullshit. Like she'll tell me like it is. And I appreciate that. Um, because sometimes a lot of, times I tend to keep things to myself and you know I'll I'll get pissed but it, it'll be like internally and I won't necessarily tell the person how I'm feeling I'll just like blow them off or something so um but yeah it's the Pisces in you know? must, yeah. yeah I must be <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that I mean just just the brutal honesty between one another it was it was great to mm. just be with somebody who's like I had her back she had mine and it was just very positive some of my favorite scenes were you two like having your kind of like moments where you were having like your little gossip together. And I'm like, that's what I would have wanted if I would have been in that house is to just have like my person that I'd be like, oh, my God, did you just see what happened? Because <laughs> until towards the very end between Natasha and Julia, even though Natasha came in, you know, and and the whole Jamie Trevor dynamic was going down, it was like you guys seem like 
after that moment and you guys got together, everything was just coasting and you were the uh, the listening ear to everyone. Do you feel in your life that people always come to you and dump their problems <laughs> on you? No. I, and I think that's funny how that was how that was shown, because even in the last episode that I was in, like Rudy was talking to me. I'm just like, uh huh. <laughs> all, all I said was, yeah, I said, yeah, like four times and I didn't say anything else. And it's funny because I, I did talk a lot on the show and I goofed around and stuff. But, um, you know, it was funny that that's kind of the role that I was, you know, given, which I, I'm fine with. It was funny. But uh, yeah, the mirror to your thoughts. I, I've never said that in my life. I don't know where the hell that came from. I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, I've never even heard that phrase in my life. Like, where did that come from? But uh, oh that God. could be the title of your next album. I know. I, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> it's already okay, Jess you're on for the next question okay so if there was a deal well let's start it start the, with this one what's your favorite uh your your favorite band or musician if you had to choose one I know that's an impossible question pick but. a pick a genre oh pick a, I mean I, I could have picked a favorite musician it was uh probably Stevie Wonder uh, oh love just that. like all, all time I mean obviously like genius Motown uh, plays a million instruments, produces his own stuff, like just ridiculous. So I would say he's my favorite all time. Um, but genre wise, like in the funk, R&B, pop, like jazz kind of idiom, just stuff that's kind of like mid tempo. I mean, I should say hip hop. Hip hop is my favorite genre. Um, but just kind of everything in there kind of like. Is there like a band or an artist that if you were uh, on a date or dating someone and she said, this is my favorite, that it would be a deal breaker. <laughs> oh, a deal breaker, <laughs> deal maker and deal breaker. I want to know those. Like if you hear a girl say that this is her favorite. Yeah. It's, yeah. You love it and you hate it. Give me the two. <sighs> um, okay. If she's, if she said, I'm really into, uh, do you guys know who Anderson Pack is? Oh yeah. Yes. So that's if if she said him, I'd be like, okay, let's get married. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wife uh, it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people I don't like, I don't have like a, I don't know. This is such a hard question. Um, probably like if I only listen to the country or oh. yeah, because I, I like country music. I don't actively listen to it. I respect it. Um, but it's not something that I could deal with all the time. But what if it was country where she was like Sturgill Simpson, See, Willie Nelson? Go. There you go. That kind of. But realistically, it wouldn't be. <laughs> be like the Buzz Luke Bryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On loop, same song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that can't be a thing. Listen, I'm not an I'm not an artist, and I remember I once broke up with someone because I was dropping him off at the airport and. Uh, and Snow Patrol is like my heart. It just all of their albums yeah. just like wreck me. I'm very emotionally connected to them. And I turned it on. He was a big country guy. And I turned it on and he asked if I was listening to Green Day. And I said, get out of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't get past it. It was just it was too much. Wow. It was too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's I mean, I, I there's no way I could be with somebody who has a completely different musical taste. There's just no way it could happen. Like being around the house with one another just like vibing there's no way see the funny thing is, is i hear some musicians say the total opposite i have i feel like i have some friends who are musicians who are like i want someone who's either exactly on the exact same page or just 
you know, only listens to, I don't know, I can't think of any good examples. Like, I only listens to top 20 hits pop all the time. It's either, like, all or absolutely nothing. Yeah, and I think for me, the the fun part in a relationship, when you share a musical bond, it's, like, going to shows together and wanting yeah. to go oh, yeah, to totally. artist shows. Like, that's that's very exciting to me. So if it was all, like... Like, yeah, I'll tag along, like, whatever. You know, <laughs> I would hate that. Yeah. So. Or if every time you went with her, it was just, like, dreading because it was just the same Luke Bryan concert every time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I have one. If there's any artist that you could... Okay, and then I guess we should steer away from music because I feel like this is maybe only fun for a portion of our audience. If there's any <laughs> artist or musician that you could be featured on their album, Ooh, who would you choose? Um... Either I, I would either say um, I would either say Anderson Pack or um, do you know who Alan Stone is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know we're actually uh, Becca, one of our dear friends, Tyler Cameron or Tyler Cameron. No, I know, I know. Yeah, one of our dear friends not, is in his not band. Tyler Cameron. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, the the guitar player. Yeah, Tyler Carroll, yeah. the bass player. Not ba- Tyler Cameron. Ba- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah for sure. um, Wow, that's dope. <laughs> not Tyler Cameron. <laughs> not Tyler, one of our dear friends, Tyler Cameron. <laughs> no, Tyler uh, Carroll. royalty. Yeah, one of our dear friends is in... Yeah, Alan Stone, he's incredible. Yeah, just next level talent. I've loved him for such a long time. And um, yeah, so one of those two guys. I would go with... A, I would definitely think of the most famous person I possibly could and then say that as my answer merely for... Uh, <laughs> For, to elevate myself <laughs> as an artist. <laughs> oh, speaking of elevating yourself, right? What is what has the experience been? Because I remember when um, the season first started. How many followers did, did you have? Like a little over a thousand, something like that. Yeah, I, I think so. The week leading up to the show, like once I could post the picture of me being on the show. I think that capped out at like 1100, but before that I had like 800. <laughs> okay. And now you're at like almost a hundred K. Yes. Yeah. Something I think it was like, like one two this morning. Oh, you passed it. Congratulations. Wow. It is 102. <laughs> it is 102. Yeah. Damn. Pass those triple digits. Um, what's, what's that been like? Oh my God. Completely overwhelming. Uh, <laughs> it was like over, over the course of a few hours from that first episode, it literally went from like 1100 to like 23,000 in three Wow. Hours. And I, you know, to be honest, I think that first episode for me, I don't think they could have put me in a better light. A, I was the second person in the house, first male. Yeah. Um, I was, I got to do the first date, which was arguably to me, like one of the dopest dates on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to not only sing, they showed me playing guitar and piano. So it was like a full Ryan experience. That's true. Episode. And so after that, I was like, damn, this is, this is nuts. And, um, <laughs> but ever, ever since then, it's been completely overwhelming that the fans have been incredible. Obviously everyone's shown so much love and I, and I really try to respond to as many people as I can. And, and, uh, you know, like I was telling Jess before we hopped on, it's just like, it's hard because I want to connect with fans as much as possible and be genuine because I would want that reciprocated to me if I reached out because I never get yeah. responses from people I DM. So like I want to do that, but it's also a full-time job just responding. Oh so yeah. It's impossible. You got to set boundaries for yourself. Otherwise you're going to be on your phone all damn day. Yeah. So that's kind of what I've slowly been learning these past six weeks. It's like, okay, 
I need to have a life too, because if I don't, if I don't, there's no music coming out then. Cause I'm not mm-hmm. in the studio. I'm like in my phone, like, Oh, here's, here's Rachel. Got to respond. Like, you know, like <laughs> right. It's just, it's, it's have better. you had a lot of girls sliding in your DMs? I mean, uh, <laughs> face. <laughs> there's, there's been a that's a yes. Been yeah, a uh, <laughs> I mean, of course, of course, because listen, this is this is a double trouble situation. Normally, when you have Bachelor Nation, you're like, oh, I'm sliding into this guy or girl's DMs, and they were just like this pretty face personality on this show listen to your heart it's like oh they're also a very talented musician and producer and so even if this doesn't end well for them reality tv show route look at this beautiful blossoming career that i can slide into it's double trouble double trouble And I, i think that's been the best part for me it's like you know most of the people that reach out are genuine well they seem genuinely interested in like my music and they're sharing the music and like you know when are you coming to town to tour, I would love to see you for a show. Oh, that's cool. That's like very reassuring to me. Um, I, you know, it would suck if everyone's just like, oh my God, marry me. Like, yeah. <laughs> if it was all that, I'd just be like, okay. Like, but um, <laughs> it's, it's been, it's been very good so far. Okay. We need to come with, uh, we need to do more snappy questions. Okay. If you could move, if you got to move anywhere in the world right now for the next six months, where would you pick? If we weren't on lockdown. Yeah. Anywhere in the if world. If COVID I, didn't exist. I could like make a living there. Uh, probably somewhere like Southeast Asia, like Thailand or something. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Yeah. Maybe in the U.S. though, I'd probably move to uh, Asheville, North Carolina. If you guys, it's a very like hippie mountain town. Yes. Asheville is beautiful. It's like Boulder, Colorado on mm-hmm. steroids in terms of like hippiness and just beauty in the, in the center of these mountains. It's nice. Do you have a do you have a hippie streak in you? Uh, you can say that. <laughs> you have a little bit of like a Sheridan. Uh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what a what a what a what a guy. Um, when I found out that he was really drinking red wine in the morning, I've never I've never had <laughs> such an incredible reaction like in my being. I was just like I didn't know that. Yeah. So it, please can you explain the red wine? It's one of my most favorite things. I had to I had to hit him up after we we all saw that and be like, dude, was that real? He's like, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I don't think because I you know obviously we saw Sheridan a lot and he was he's a big coffee guy. I know that just from after the show he's always brewing and stuff like that. So he was always getting his coffee, but I don't remember seeing him drinking wine until the show. And then I asked him I'm like, yeah, it was legit. I'm like, oh, that's baller. <laughs> Warming up those those cords in the morning. We know what his quarantine's going like. <laughs> Shout out to Sheridan. <laughs> yeah, I get my plant tips from Sheridan. He's like, he has this just garden in his apartment, just like looks like a hundred plants. And I'm like, dude, I can't even keep one alive. Like, you got to help me. Okay. If you had to get stuck on a desert island with one of the cast members and it can't be Natasha and it can't be Matt, who are you stuck okay. with? Rudy. 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 Why? That's, that's my homie. Like she, we had such a bond, like you guys obviously saw her pick me and it was probably like, Oh, what? But we (laughs) talked a bunch. We, I would say even more so than myself and Natasha, we had have such a similar music connection. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, Rudy, Rudy's the shit. Like, I'm so glad that people are seeing her for her talent because she's incredible 
and she's i mean she's like too famous to talk to me now she's got like 180,000 she's got 100,000 followers over that last it's crazy i think they won in terms of like fan favorite uh, they, they, they kind of won the show, Rudy well, and Matt did. I, yeah, I, I called Rudy. I talked to her yesterday, and I'm just like, yo, like, you won. <laughs> like, you killed it. Like, obviously, Chris and Bree, I love both of them. It was great. But, like, for being kicked off, you couldn't be kicked off in a better way. Um, well, and they didn't even get kicked. They technically never got kicked off. Right. They just chose to leave, which I, is baller. I was, it was baller. I was like, damn, you guys <laughs> just, like... Took it upon yourselves to do that? I, I couldn't believe it when I found And we were all dying to watch that final performance. And then they were just like, nope. <laughs> Not <laughs> going to give so it to you. They were so good. Yeah. They were so good. Yeah, you and Natasha and Rudy and Matt, we were just like every week just looking forward to the four of, of you guys within your performances. My goodness. Thank you so much. Yeah, we. Um, I remember that first performance because uh, you could hear... Uh, you know, people, people practicing. And, and I heard Rudy and Matt doing that Sean Mendez too. And I'm like, damn, they're going to crush. And that was my favorite performance from that first night. Oh, and, so good. Uh, and yeah, they just kept growing from there and it's, they're, they're incredible. They really did. They had such good energy and they're such great performers. Mm -hmm. All right. What about desert Island, but in reverse? <laughs> Like if you if like who you'd be <laughs> least <laughs> like oh yeah still if you had to be stuck with someone who'd be the one that you'd be like no even if you love them all the least though you're least likely maybe easy route it's like you didn't connect with them as much wink <laughs> um man this is gonna get me in some trouble uh, I mean it would have to be somebody like from from the get-go that didn't have a lot of time i would say the person that i knew the least was josh mr clean okay um, oh, yeah. so, we like barely saw him and he and he was also a country musician so i don't think there would be any like vibe in there musically so i don't want to throw him under the bus like good guy but probably josh i don't know okay what about this with the desert island though <laughs> and then we'll move on from the desert island most likely to survive and possibly escape off the desert island, least likely to survive. Um, Most likely to survive, 100% Brandon. Uh, really? Oh, yeah, duh. He's got his whole military Yeah, background. yeah. yeah. Um, least likely to survive. Uh, <laughs> damn. Um, this isn't offensive because I would be one of the least likely to survive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to, I don't want to throw her on the, under the bus, but just because of age, I'm going to say Jamie. Least experience. Okay. Least, yeah, that's who I would have called too. Life experience. Maybe she doesn't have those skill sets yet. <laughs> yeah. The survival skill set. Listen, yeah. I, you know, I would resonate. I'd be stuck on a desert island and I'd be like, I don't know where to start. What, no, where would I find water? <laughs> yeah. Jess is totally one of those people who would be on the desert island and would always be like, somehow evading death you know like the person who is the brandon like the marine would somehow get like trampled by elephants and jess would be like just like oh my god like in the corner jess would be the person that would somehow, somehow survive like you'd trip over a rock yeah. and like fall into a water spring and yeah. be like oh water <laughs> that is true 
Yeah. I'd turn be it. like, look at this. You'd be like, look at this weird ball I found. People would be like, that's a coconut. And you'd be like, great. <laughs> what is this weird ball? And you'd like turn it, you'd drink it, and then you'd like turn it, it into your coconut I'd use, bra. <laughs> yeah. I'd use some of the coconut meat as like a highlighter. <laughs> you'd be like, honestly, I have never been more moisturized. I'm not going to lie. That that That's what you would end up being. You wouldn't die. You'd be the one that like <laughs> just end up, end up thriving. <laughs> yeah. Please don't rescue me. How would you do on a desert island, Ryan? I, I mean, I think I would do okay, uh, but you know, I'm a I'm a dude from the suburbs. Like, I don't. <laughs> oh, this actually reminded me. What other what other sh- uh, reality show would you be on if not this one? Because you just made me think of like Naked Afraid. Like, Ooh, if you got yeah. offered to go on Naked and Afraid, would you do it? <sighs> mm, I probably wouldn't do that one. Let's be real. like, that's is that's it tough? You're getting yeah, I know. like <laughs> that's that would be one of the least. I think. Um, <laughs> Are we counting just things that are on air currently? No, anything. If you want to make up a show, pitch it. Oh, no, no, no. So I would go, I would go. <laughs> oh, you mean a former show? <laughs> I would go. I mean, I'm a 90s kid. So like Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, or like, hell yes. Or like Double Dare, like Guts. Like, oh, wait, Becca, you are looking confused right now. Yeah. I don't know what this shit is. Oh, Ryan, wow. Becca, Becca is, a, is a few years younger than, sure. I mean, I'm the oldest here, but. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, how old are you? I can't remember. Um, so I'm 29. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm only four years younger. Jeez. What is it? Legends what, why of the Hidden Temple. It's, it's actually, supposedly it's coming back. Um, but oh, yeah, it was, God. it was a good, like, uh, was it Disney? Is this like Survivor? <laughs> it's like a child Survivor. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I definitely remember this on Nick. Yeah. Okay. This is what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. But when you said it, I was thinking like an adult reality show. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Is this the one? The Blue Barracudas. Yep. I definitely remember this. Yes. Oh, listen. I rewatched some old Legends of the Hidden Temple episodes <laughs> maybe about four months ago. And I was like, how did I not have insane nightmares after watching this? Because those I, poor I, kids. <laughs> Walking into his mouth or whatever they did. Yeah, or then like they'd turn a corner and there'd be like a guy up yeah. against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> scare the shit out of him. Like Ivy on him and just like, yeah. <laughs> the kids are like screaming and they were getting timed. And I'm like, these kids are like eight and they're traumatizing them. Yeah. <laughs> what was the other one you said? Uh, Like double, was it double dare or like guts? Um, and uh, Another Nickelodeon show. Uh, double dare was fun. Guts. I'm trying to think what else there was. Guts. Is that when they had to climb up that giant mountain thing at the end of it? That uh, that was the crag. Agro crag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I wanted to be on that really bad too. That was kind of like Wipeout for children. Remember the show yes. Wipeout? Yes. Yeah. Except I don't yeah. think they won anything. They maybe won like a Nintendo system. <laughs> yeah, that was big back. And the glory. It's true. All their friends get to see them crush it on the aggro crag. It's <laughs> very <laughs> true. Sick. And it changed colors, like, depending on the seats, and it would be like... <laughs> Foam things are rolling down on them. Yeah. Yeah. Loved that. Oh Loved that. God. Okay. Oh, I have a question. When was your first kiss? I like a first kiss. <clears throat> uh, my first, like... Like real kiss or like peck on a cheek from a girl. Now you're sounding like uh like uh that thing you do. When was the last time you've been kissed? Oh, really kissed? <laughs> Wait, Ryan, is it your new favorite movie or is it your new favorite movie? I, I've got to be honest. I literally watched that on 
so you guys had the podcast right after the first episode. So I, I listened to you guys on Monday or Tuesday, watched it Tuesday night and was like, how have I missed this my entire life? Did you relate to the experience of Guy for I real did. though? I did. I'm like, you, you guys are spot on in terms of like my suit and the dress and like, yeah. And his demeanor, I was like, it's pretty close. And I got, yeah. No, I'm looking at you right now and I'm like, I feel like every once in a while, like I'm having a conversation with Guy, especially, <laughs> I was, especially the fact that Rita Wilson fucking shows up as the last judge and I was enraged she couldn't see you. Yeah. And when you, when I was listening to that episode yesterday, I had no idea that that was even, a th- I didn't know that that was her in the movie. And when you said that, I'm like, God, that would have been nuts. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and she Tom was Man's like wife. helped write some of the music. Ugh, I love it. crazy. Well, you also kind of made me think of Guy too, because like your favorite musician Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. and I feel like he's in he in the movie is so into this like funk, soul, jazz mm-hmm. thing, and mm-hmm. and then also of course Faze, Liv Tyler is the babe of all babes in that movie. Yeah, for sure. Ugh, what a dreamboat. Okay, anyway, sorry, we interrupted you. Um, first kiss, and I don't mean peck, yes. I mean like proper. <clears throat> yeah, first smooch. first kiss. Um, I think I was like sixth grade. I think it was okay. sixth grade, yeah, with my like girlfriend. At the time. Oh, you had a girlfriend. I did. I, I thought I was so baller because like I, <laughs> I, I remember walking into the, because we had a, um, I don't know how your guys' elementary school went, but like before the first bell, we would all congregate in the cafeteria before they like let us into the rest of the school. Oh, right. So it was winter and we were, we were all in there and, and I heard some like talking, like some, some chatter. And one of my buddies was going out with this girl uh, named Gabby and she was like the prettiest girl in sixth grade. And like, I didn't talk to women at all, like none. I like, like I that was, you call. I like that you call them women. women. <laughs> Sixth grade, yeah, girl. It's um, very lovely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. Yeah, like yeah. it. So, uh, yeah, and and my, I think so, somebody came up to me. She's like, "Yeah, I think like I think Gabby likes you." I'm like, "Huh? Like what are you talking that about? beautiful eleven year old woman?" So, and she was the best basketball player too. So that was like a thing. And, uh, oh yeah, we dated for a few months. It was real. Yeah. Oh damn! Wow. How far into the relationship did you get the first kiss? Well, <laughs> 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 we went through like the note passing phase. Like that was pretty hardcore. So that's you know. that's intimate. Oh yeah, and these were like notes. These were like crumpled up so so small, but you'd open it up, and it was like this full eight. <laughs> Novel. It's yeah. like five. Roll part. it out. Yeah, in pencil, so it was like faded. Uh, <sighs> but I, I, maybe like a couple months. I, I have no idea. <laughs> it was a long time. I ago. just remember it. Those young relationships. It's always like we've been officially dating for like six months, and we finally get that first kiss in, and that's everything. Yeah, and there was there was like a a click. So I I wasn't in it at all. It was like these the popular girls and the popular guys would go over the I think the the girls' house and they'd play like spin the bottle and stuff. And I was just that frightened the hell out. Edgy. So yeah, I, that wasn't my vibe at all. So um, it didn't happen. That I think it was just a random hangout at her house. And we're like, hey, this is cool. <laughs> I don't know. It was. Oh, I it was nice. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to go over to boys' houses alone. I know. That's you guys oh, are no, we, fans. We weren't alone. I mean, the the parents were definitely there. We were just like, it, this is very 
risque in the way it sounds. But we were we were downstairs. There was two other people. There was four people, and we were like laying on the couch, like under the covers, and like looking at each other, and like turning away, and like looking. Uh, <laughs> and like I, we just like went for it, I guess. But it was it was fun. I miss those moments I so know. deeply. Um, oh, speaking of kisses, okay. Two questions. Number one, Ryan, do you are you officially off the market? Oh yeah, you guys exclusive? Oh, um I wouldn't say we're exclusive. Uh we have a very good relationship going. Like I said, with you know, with everything that happened, it was just like so, you know, one thing after another. We got sent home. We couldn't really see each other after that. So we've just been making the best that we can. We talk all the time. So I wouldn't say we're exclusive, but I wouldn't consider myself like single. I don't know. It's a weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely I, get Especially it. with the whole with COVID and everything. And then yeah, I think it would be more concrete if, if I could actually be out in L.A. or she could be here. Like we could actually hang like it's. And figure okay. out where you're at. Yeah. Yep. Get it. Yeah, so. Totally get it. So my second question would be if, you know, you guys continue your musical career together and maybe just continue it as friends and partners in music, would you ever consider going on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? Excuse me, like this upcoming season. Ooh. Oh, no, definitely not this upcoming season. I mean, I, I don't know what the future holds. I can't say never, but like. I think I, I think I had a good run, and I don't know if I would want to like tarnish it. Um, okay, smart. I totally get that. Smart. I, I, I like I, I made it out alive, <laughs> and I don't want to. I don't want to try my luck again. Yeah, it was such. A, I mean, I had such an overwhelmingly like a plus positive experience from all aspects involved from the from the crew. Like I said, the cast. So that's like a, a very important time in my life that is just sacred, and I don't know if I would want to. Go on something different to, I don't know. At this moment, I would say no, but who knows what the future holds. Unless they offered you the lead role as The Bachelor. Yeah, but I I don't even know then. Like, (laughs) I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah. You know? Okay, I have like one more kind of prying question, and then we'll let you off the hook with all these. Celebrity crush, just in general, musician crush, and then... um, your favorite physical attribute oh okay so favorite physical attribute is eyes i don't know if that's like a cheap answer but um yeah it's boring (laughs) uh you got to give me like if you want that type of answer you got to give me like options to choose from Okay. Okay. But I mean, that that's the thing, you know, remember Justin, we asked Harry and he was like hands. Yeah. We have you know, a friend everyone has, everyone does have hands. their own thing. I do. Well, I get eyes. Thing. Yeah. Eyes is a big uh, one to me for sure too. Yeah. Uh, celebrity crush. I think maybe like, uh, I shouldn't say vintage cause she's still so, so beautiful, but like Angelina. Oh yeah. Uh, always been a, a big goddess. fan of her. A classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, musician, girl crush. Um, oh, there's a, there's a girl who is probably my favorite female vocalist ever. Her name is Rachel Price and she's in a band called Lake Street Dive. Um, you guys should, yes, they're incredible. And there's just something about her, like, you know, 
a woman that can sing like that and you know she's attractive and she's she just seems fun but that would be my musical crush i think i like it i have a a, one mary fuck kill for you okay Okay. mary fuck kill chris harrison (laughs) final rose band jason mraz (laughs) wait what was the second one mary fuck kill chris harrison the final rose band which was the band every week that played or jason mraz (laughs) they're called the final rose band yeah chris harrison dubbed it like that that is so funny i somehow didn't catch that before before i answer that those the people in that band like if you look up their resume is incredible just crazy beyonce with with jason mraz with like a lot of people so wow incredible to work with i would say I would want to keep them around. So I think I'd marry them, the whole band. Uh, you know, very good choice type situation. Yes. Ah. Uh, <laughs> what were so Chris Harrison and, J- and Jason? Um, yeah. So fuck, kill Chris Harrison, Jason Mraz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. You, you have to explain. I'm going to. I'll. Uh, I'm going to. I'll kill Jason. <laughs> okay. And we'll get it on with uh, with Chris. <laughs> all no right. explanation needed. No explanation needed at all. <laughs> but that wasn't that was not a Jason Mraz dig at all. I I think I made it clear like that was totally valid. If I saw our performance, I'd be like, "Yo, Natasha, like anybody that you put next to her is just gonna look like nothing," you know. So I, I get that where he was coming from, and so I didn't. It was just a, a honestly, I grew up listening to his music a lot, and like. So I was like, oh, cool, Jason Mraz. And then he's like, oh, you suck. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh, cool. You're like, thank you, yeah. sir. Yeah. So. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's a great answer. Well, I'm so excited because we have another little surprise guest popping in. I can't believe it. We're talking about being able to finally have some ABC royalty on and not only do we get Ryan today, Ryan has surprised us by giving us the goddess herself. And we have Natasha here. <laughs> Hi. Oh, me happiest to see all three of you on one screen. You have no idea. Oh, well. I feel like I've known you forever because I literally watch everything you guys do. And I'm like, yes, girl. Yes, girl. Like every time we say something, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, you so missed happy. our tea talk for like the past hour, but we were really getting into I mean, I have a feeling that you I have a feeling you're gonna spill maybe a little bit more tea than Ryan. No shade to you, Ryan. But. <laughs> I him well. All the all the tips. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So how have you been post this? How are you doing? Good. You know, right when I got off is when I had like a breakdown. Like I didn't sleep for three weeks after that performance. Cause I was just hating myself. I was like, how did that happen? Like, I didn't even know what had gone wrong in the moment. So yeah, I was, I was beating myself up for a while and it took me a little bit to just like, kind of be like, you know what? I got to accept it. I got to move on. Like it's, it just happens. It just, the fact that I didn't know how it happened or why it happened is what pisses me off the most, but you know, I'm okay. It is what it is. What it is. And there's nothing that we could have done differently. I'm just happy that we tried to make it different and we tried to make it special. Cause I mean, I think our, I don't know what Ryan said earlier, but like our thought was we we've heard this song so many times and it's just like a classic. And even though it's my favorite song, one of my favorite songs of all time, 
it was just like, you know, let's make it fun. Let's give them a surprise. Let's give them a show. Let's make it different. Let's make it exciting. Cause it's like, yeah, we could sing that song all day the way it is. Cause it kind of feels karaoke ish. We didn't want it to be that way. You know, we wanted it to be a little bit our style, but it just pulling off something like that with the prep time we had probably wasn't the best idea. And, um, I think for me, I just got confused cause I'm so used to singing it as we hear it, you know? And so I just was like, crap, what section am I on? So it was one of those moments, but, um, I'm feeling good outside of that. Um, I'm happy with, um, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy with, uh, being able to stay in touch with Ryan and, um, yeah. you know, have fun with all that's fun we've been having over the past few weeks as much as we can through, you know, FaceTime and I don't know what he said yet. So I, I don't know <laughs> what I'm allowed to divulge or not. I mean, honestly, you can divulge anything because even if he hasn't said it, then, you know, you would just spill it. It's fine. <laughs> well, I'm curious, too. I want to hear also how you got on the show because Ryan kind of told us it, it's sort of funny. You got like an Instagram comment from a producer. How how do you end up on there? Yeah, I um, I got a, it was from a, a casting director. I got a, a, a DM from a casting director literally like that day. And I okay, had, same thing. Yeah, it just kind of it was such perfect timing. You know, I had, I had accepted that I was like my last relationship. I was like, it's finished. It's over. I have nothing to go back there. Like it would had been like an on and off thing for a while. And I was like, God, I just, I just felt like crap. And I wanted something to like get me to move on from this. And it was like a sign. Like I had asked the universe, like help me move on from just this torture that I was sort of feeling and going through at the time. And, and I get this, this message on Instagram and they're like, Hey, are you single? And are you interested in doing like a kind of a, a dating show with music involved? And I'm like, yes, I am. Like how much fun would that be? Um, and so he was like, great, let's get on a Skype call to, you know, chat with you. And then I think he got on a phone call with me to like discuss the Skype call. And we had a quick combo and he's like, you know what, forget the Skype call. We want you to come straight into the office. Can you be here tomorrow at one o'clock? And I was like, tomorrow one o'clock works for me. And um, literally that was the only time I met with the producers and it was like everybody in one room, and they asked me to tell them a story about an experience that I had. And, and I sang for a little bit. And then um, I got the phone call a couple weeks later being like, we want you part of the cast. So it happened really quick. So cool. I know Ryan went through the ringer. He Yeah, I, they, she didn't need to do that, obviously. Like, they put me <laughs> she got the quick in, the quick in. Yeah. They were just like, we need someone that's. For Ryan, you know, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> so <laughs> Ryan was saying that one of the things that um, was is the most attractive thing to uh, to him about you, which agreed on this end, is just how incredibly confident you are um, going into the show and especially not going in like first day coming in with the uh, some of the info that you had. How was that? Were you nervous or were you like, no, I'm coming in? Because you, you seem like you were like, I'm good. I'm coming in guns blazing. Let's do hot. this thing. But were you nervous? I think they projected it as this like, here she comes. Like Ryan and I were always teasing each other about like, what's the music going to be when she walks in? Like, dun, dun, dun. Like, it's going to be the whole music. He was dying laughing, figuring out like what it was, you know, because I felt at, at the time that it might have been uh uh, I think they were trying to set me up with or set me up on. So I was like, okay, God, well, I don't know what the hell they're trying to do or what the hell's going on. Cause I was ready to go into the house with everyone else that, that day, you know, and, I, yeah. and they were like, Tosh, you're going to be coming in a couple days late. And I was like, Oh my God, please, please don't do like, what is happening? And they're like, don't worry. It's going to be okay. And, I was and like, you're also probably just stuck in a hotel room with no phone. Like yeah. 
twiddling your thumbs. Exactly. I'm just nervous as hell. And I'm like, oh God. And I don't know who's in the house. I have no idea about anything, you know? And so I was very, I was nervous. Yeah. And I obviously I want to, you know, put on a good impression and say hi to everyone. I wanted to make friends with people because I'm like, I'm going to be living in this house. Like, and it just did not exactly turn out the way I had (laughs) in my head on the first day getting there, you know, because the girls were quick to be like, you yeah. Know? And so it was hard. It was hard for me for sure. Cause that's did, what my intention, obviously. Did that last through the rest of the season, that kind of dynamic with the girls? Um, it's hard to say because, you know, for me, I'm the kind of girl that I, Ryan's smirking. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I try and, and give my best kind of like upfront to a girl. Cause I, I want them to be like, this is me. I'm trying to be, you know, I, I want to be girlfriends. I want to do my best, but I'm not going to be the kind of girl that's going to beg for you to be my girlfriend. You know, like sure. it, I very much was like, I'm trying to help you out. I, ex- I expressed myself the way I could in the nicest way for the situation of just meeting everyone, but they had already formed their clique. So it was literally almost impossible for me to kind of come in there and be like, I want to be friends with them. And they're like, Hmm, I don't know. Like, yeah. and it's like, okay, I'm going to try but if you do something that's going to upset me or make me feel like you don't want to try as well, I'm moving on, right. you know? And it was kind of that vibe. I don't know if you guys saw the deleted scene, but you know, it was very, but you know, that was the vibe that I got after of being like, Hey, I'm here to talk to you. I want to, I want you to know that like, I'm on your team. We're all on the same team here. Like this isn't me against you. We're all, I'm here to just, I have no reason to not be your friend, you know? And so it was when that had happened and I had sensed the energy, I was like, okay, I, I don't need to be putting my, my energy into winning over these girls when I, I'm really here to, to find someone to connect with, you know? So were you, were you happy when they released that deleted scene? Did that make you feel, I was feel nervous about it? Because and I wonder why they do, why, why did they release it, but not put it on the actual episode? No, it's just, they had, you know, they had their storyline. They know what they wanted to show and how they wanted things to be. And, you know, the thing is, is there was no drama post that really. So it wasn't probably something to live up to and then see like, oh, things have mm. changed and everyone's best friends. Like that really wasn't, I was like, look, I'm, I'm nothing against any of you girls. And they were like, well, you know, I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> what am I supposed to do about that? You know, it's like, all right. And I think I, I tried little, little bits here and there throughout the, you know, throughout the season. And, you know, especially with, you know, with Julia, I tried my best uh, during like, we had a little makeup time in the morning and she was like, oh, I have this, I burned myself. I was like, oh, honey, use my concealer. Like I have this really good one. That's good for like scarring and burning. She's like, oh my God, thank you so much. And I was like, okay, we're, we're getting somewhere. Like I'm, I'm trying to, and then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> who was your, uh, who was your best friend in the house? Um, well, besides Rye, yes. I think it was girls wise, Brie, Brie and I were really tight and close mm. and She's just an angel. I call her my Disney princess. She's an angel. She was the first girl who really came up to me and was like, hi, how are you? I want to get to know you. And we like, I was like, that's so, I was like, thank you. Like, that's so nice of you. Like, you know, it was just, I was very much the black sheep outsider. And it was, uh, it was hard for me to, I mean, even Ryan was like, I don't know if I need, I want to talk to her. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, great. I terrified all the guys. The girls are like, I was just one of those like, Jesus. <laughs> okay. But, so then I, I have to ask if you had to be on another reality TV show, which would it be? And would it be real housewives? Cause that's what we want the answer <laughs> to be. Housewife but... first, I think. 
So I don't know, to be honest, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Reality TV is tricky. It's tricky. And it's not something where I'm just like, yeah, I can't wait to be on reality. That's not it for sure. Like my focus has always been music from the beginning. I went to music school and I've always been focusing on that throughout my life. And I think this was just a way for me to really feel like fulfilled in a way. Obviously love is something that's super important to me and that I miss uh, in my life up until now, you know, I'm, I'm 33 and I want something real. And I figured, you know, maybe this is a chance for me to, to find someone who is also looking for something real and, you know, being in, in music, it means that these people are maybe more emotionally available. They're maybe emotionally aware. They can communicate differently in ways that I can understand. Love languages might be the same. You know, like I was thinking about all these things. I think if it was a reality show just for to be oh, a reality I show. I told them that. Like, I'm like, I don't really see that as a point in my, in my life. <laughs> right like, off what's the point of that? Just, mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, Unless the world, the world <laughs> has now heard your voice and... I mean, what's that been like? Because my God, I remember the first time that you guys started singing. Beck and I were just like, whoa, what just happened? Like Aww. shot out of a cannon, you know, incredible, <laughs> incredible voice. Has that just been like like day and night for you? Also, what has the attention been like? Like negative attention too on the internet? You know, I haven't luckily I haven't seen a lot of negative attention. That most of the people that I think that connect with me are the girls that are like super um attracted to the independence the confidence the fact that kind of i say it how it is and like those are my people i feel That's like cool. if i have girls that i think that are maybe intimidated by the situation I, I don't know if those are those are my that's my tribe you know and i feel like the girls that have really reached out to me are like 100 percent understanding who i am and what i'm about and you know I just, I want to bring, music is, is to inspire people and to bring positivity, to make them feel a certain way, to make them feel sexy or girly or empowered or, you know, it's a mood. And, um, and that's just what I, what I want to do with, with my music. So if you can understand that much of what I do, then, then it's a, it's a win, you know? Hmm. I have to ask, I have to ask with the Julia Brandon situation, was I have to know, was that an intentional bring up later in that moment because of the drama? Or was that like, hey, we're caught up rehearsing and, you know, I didn't feel comfortable bringing it up to you because we're not like besties. Like, why did you bring it up right before the performance? <sighs> OK, yeah, and so blink twice if production made you wait. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it, it basically... So if, if you guys see in the clip, like we're not hair and makeup ready. Like I was like very much, um, I, I stress a lot before performances and Ryan can comment on that. Like I, I'll, I freak out. And even though like I've done it a million times, I still, it's like right before when I'm like not okay mm -hmm. and I need to focus. And I, I went over things with Ryan like a thousand times. Like I wasn't hair and makeup ready. So it's like, obviously the things on my mind are not to involve myself in anything that does not relate to our performance, mm -hmm. which was obviously my priority. So it was really hard, you know, for me to say it in that moment. Um, and that's kind of why I was stressing. I don't know if you like could tell during that time, but I was really like, Oh God, this is about to happen. And yes. I, you know, I tried to say it as, as, as carefully as I could by picking my words, by being like, Julia, this is hard for me to say. I didn't know if this was something that I should at the moment, at the time, like, 
but she, you know, in that conversation, she was going on and on about like, we made a decision together. We chose this together. We both made this like, and I was, and I had asked her, I was like, so you both planned it. You're like, I'm going to go back home and we're going to break up with our respective partners. And we're going to, she, she's like, yes, we made that decision. That's what's happening. And that's when I was like, oh, I can't let this girl go on really thinking that, you know? Yeah. And that's when so I was like, that, that conversation was happening right there before you broke the news. Yes. No, like we she, were all sitting together and she was kind of talking about, you know, her and Brandon and, you know, I wasn't like asking anything. It was more, she was just like, we're, like everything is just so, serendipitous yeah like we made this decision together we're choosing each other we planned it together and I was like we planned it like this is what the plan was and she was like yes I'm like oh okay maybe there's something that you need to to know and it's it was hard it was hard for me to say it yeah yeah well that makes sense then I mean and it's crazy watching it back because it's understandable why Julia thought that too I mean it it was absurd to watch everything play out blame her for feeling way it did but you know obviously it was oh, i meant with brandon like it was right. crazy how it looked like he was planning on breaking it i mean it's hard because you know i liked brandon i he was he was a good friend to everyone and mm-hmm. and i don't like him saying that to me i felt like it was him just being a good friend to me being like that's this is the truth you know i'm just being a good friend i'm telling you the truth without realizing the repercussions of actually telling me the truth in that moment you know, yeah. or on camera, <laughs> or on camera. like he was just a little maybe unaware of the situation we were in. And, and, you know, when we started that conversation, Julia wasn't in the room. So it wasn't like it was all happening. Like she had come in right at the answer to that question. And then that's, I was like, uh, we're in the middle of a conversation kind of thing, Yeah, which is why the earmuffs moment happened. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was crazy how it all happened. And then I'm yeah. sitting there with Ryan and I'm like, did that just happen? <laughs> Did you, you know? just do it in front of her? Yeah. Well, when you explain, when you explain the context of it, of how you broke it to her, like how she was talking about her and Brandon before. I mean, when when we were watching the show, it very much seemed like you kind of like took her aside and sat her down, you know, and was like, "I've been waiting to tell right, you this right kind before of thing. the performance." But it sure. makes so much more sense if it's in the context of like her going on and on about this, and you're like, "Look, yeah, this is not what you think it is." For the performance obviously like I said I was not ready I wasn't like we were like back like in the right. wings of the stage like, guess what like that's not at yeah. all it's like hours right. and hours before the performance These were hours and hours and hours and it was like had had the conversation not happened that she was talking about it with all the girls in that room you know I would have been busy getting myself ready because that mm-hmm. was my priority is putting on a good show and not making sure I don't screw up like I was messing up lyrics for that show and Brian was like you got this we were going through things like I was stressing for the uh, performance and um she had she was just feel she was just like this is what happened this is how it goes and I was like remember that moment <laughs> you know in the kitchen she's like yeah and then and for her getting so mad at me at that point and then you know she had she had said something afterwards that I was just like I mean, it wasn't on camera. And so I was at that point is when I was like, I'm, I'm no, I'm, we're, we're done. We're done here. Yeah. All right. You gorgeous, vivacious, powerful, fantastic broad. We have to pause one more time. Um, listen, we're all doing our part to avoid crowds. However, 
we can right now, and that has forced me to make daily distinctions between wants and needs. But what if you need to go to the post office? I'm sure it's a need because no one wants to go to the post office. It's wildly inconvenient most of the time. I think we can all agree. But if you use stamps.com, you know getting things mailed doesn't have to be inconvenient at all. We love stamps.com. Both Beck and I use it constantly. Stamps.com brings all the services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer in the safety and comfort of your own home. With Stamps.com, you can print postage on demand. Simply use your computer to print out official U.S. postage 24-7 for any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Uh, Plus, you can actually save some money with discounts you uh, can't even get at the post office. And with Stamps.com, you get $0.05 off every first-class stamp and up to 62% off shipping rates. It's really a no-brainer, especially now, saving you time and money and keeping you safe. As if that wasn't enough, Stamps.com also offers those UPS services now with those discount rates up to 62% and no UPS residential surcharges, broads. You heard me correctly. Um, It's going to save you a lot of money. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in chatty. That's stamps.com, and enter chatty. All right, broads, and one more thing. A lot of you message and ask for some podcast recommendations. Well, here is one. It's Be Here for a While. Be Here for a While, hosted by comedian Rachel O'Brien, is like hanging out with one of your really good friends, the type of friend that cares about you, gives you really good advice while sometimes revealing what you shouldn't do based on her own life experience and makes you laugh right when you need it. Rachel is a world-headlining stand-up comedian, TV and film writer, and podcast host. Her experience of touring around the world and living and working in Los Angeles and striving to make her career dreams come true has equaled a motley crew of friends and experiences that are shown throughout her variety of guests on the show. Be Here for a While is a real and raw podcast that inspires you by getting to know people to their core, whether they're actors, comedians, writers, or just someone that has turned their life around. This podcast goes in deep by finding out where the person came from and getting to know their story before revealing their successes of life-changing events. Guests have included Wendy McLendon Covey of Bridesmaids and the Goldbergs. Oh my God, she's hilarious. Rockstar Brian Adams, comedians Jim Jeffries, Heather McDonald, Kevin Fairley, reality TV personalities from many Bravo shows, and stories of recovery from Alexis Nears Haynes of Pretty Wild and The Bling Ring. Be Here for a While is about living the best version of yourself and learning and growing with Rachel and her guests because, hey, we're all striving to be better, right, broads? Listen to Be Here for a While on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you are listening now. Let's get back into it. Well, going off of that question, we asked Ryan the same thing. I want to know if you had to be the person you would most want to be trapped on a desert island with from the cast and the person you would least likely want to be trapped with that doesn't include uh, Ryan. Or Brie. That's a good one. Or Brie. You can't yeah, be trapped with Ryan or Brie. <laughs> now I want to know who he chose. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I definitely would not want to be trapped with Julia. That's <laughs> for sure. And then who I would be okay being trapped with, not Brie. Um... I know who. I think Chris, I think Chris or or Matt. I think like dude wise because they're just so cool. They're just such cool, chill dudes. Is that who you were thinking, right? No, I was gonna say Ruby. Oh, 
Oh, Ruby. Yeah. If I had, she's one of the, one of the girls. The, no one really knows how amazing she was. Cause she had yeah. like, 10 That's years, but I talked to them about like how dope she is. I'm madly in love with Ruby. When she came on, I was like, hallelujah. Like I was singing like, <laughs> Oh no. And then like five so seconds cool. later, she's gone. She's gone. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I couldn't even say right. goodbye to her when she left. I was, it was, it was brutal. I was like, Ryan, why? Why? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, we would have been full besties. It would have been a, a whole thing. She. Who do you think I chose? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't choose Matt or you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I would never talk to you again. Um, uh, you couldn't choose Matt or Rudy. You said. I no. couldn't choose Matt or you. Oh, probably Rudy because you guys had fun together. And probably who? Uh, huh? Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. Probably yeah. Rudy. One for one. Yep. Cause she's so fun. I mean, I'm, I, I would say Rudy too, because obviously you didn't get to see like our involvement of our friendship on the show. Cause in the beginning, obviously she was, she was really defending Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. In that deleted scene too. Yeah. Jamie really needed to kind of have that, that clicky, like we're on team you. And then I, as the time went by, obviously I had nothing against any of them. So Rudy was like, I kind of like Natasha and I'm like, well, I kind of like you, Rudy. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and we, we sort of started developing this really tight, um, you know, bond and this respect for each other. And like, every time she'd sing, I was like in the back being like, yes, go Rudy. Like it was, like, she was kind of the same for me. And I wish they had shown those moments, you know, instead of people with their neck, you know, cranky faces, but we, we, we fell in love as the show progressed, her and I, and she was the first person I saw when I got off the show. Like we got off the show and she's like, we need to see each other. I was like, done. Oh, we had brunch. So we, added, nice. we talk all the time. I think I talked to her almost as much as I talked to Ryan. Um, she's just the sweetest thing. So yeah, now that I think of it, maybe, maybe I'd want to be stuck with Rudy. We'd have so much fun. She's just like a girl's girl. Like I love her. So that could be it. All right. And who's the other person you chose, Ryan? So Rudy and least likely. Oh, least likely. <laughs> Shit. Things right. Gets along with everyone. I don't think you'll get, I don't think you'll, I know you won't get this. I mean, he even like, he even hugged Julia at the end when she went home. Remember that? It was like a long <laughs> hug. And, and I, <laughs> Josh just like. <laughs> so Excuse me. That. That, she gave me so much shit for that. I was like. She <laughs> just said the nastiest things to me. Like, Why are you giving her the longest hug goodbye? You fake ass hoe. <laughs> <laughs> No, not about it. <laughs> if I nasty shit to my Ryan, I'd be like, don't talk to me. That's just the kind of girl I am. Oh, you know? girl, the amount oh. of fights that my husband and I get into because of that, it's always, I'm like, you're too nice to everybody, even my mortal enemies. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's not How the dare you? here. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> no, Ryan's answer was kind of a cop out because he was like, oh, the person I knew the least on the show is who he picked. Of course, just because he wants to get to know everyone properly. Let's, I mean, who did you know the least? Oh. I said, I said Josh. Josh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you, you don't even, you don't even I know Josh. I never met him. I never met yeah. I mean, That would have been so fun had I been there day one. Oh, what, I, know. I know. What a travesty for you. I know, but and it he did bring the drama. It did bring the drama. No, I guess they they had a plan. How were how was the relationship uh, with uh, Jamie and Trevor after everything, after like that initial first episode with you? Uh, they were like glue. You know, it was kind yeah. of like it was it was kind of funny. Yeah, but like with your dynamic with them, was it just like kind was of was it awkward? 
Um, I really tried my best to pretend like it wasn't a situation, you know, like, cause it, it wasn't really a situation. You know, I got there, I said what I had to say, defending my girlfriend who I care for and who didn't deserve the way she was treated by him. If he chooses to be a better person moving forward, all power to you, please be that person. I hope you are for Jamie. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I have nothing against either of them. I just hope that people can realize, you know, maybe things they don't are proud of and then move on from it. Like, I'm sure we all have things we we're not proud of that we're trying to be better from, but my issue was like, is he actually going to be better? Like, is it going to be a thing or is this just a way for him to be like, what are you talking about? And it's like, we all know it was not emotional cheating. Like, hello. You know what I mean? So for him to say it was emotional cheating and then pretend like everything's okay now. It's like, Oh, oh sure. It's not yeah. my relationship, but we all know it was not just emotional cheating. Guys. <laughs> yeah. Let's be real about it. Yeah. That. Yeah. So, yeah. Wait, what? I feel like I'm in the dark about this. So it wasn't just emotional cheating. No, I mean, it's been like, it's, it's like a, whatever. It's not, it's not my relationship. So it's not for me no. to say like what he can do and what she can do. It's like, do what you guys want to do. I'm just giving you the facts of what I know and what he has done to my friend that I care for. And then after that, like, please, you know, do I think they're going to be madly in love and be together forever? No, but mm-hmm. that's for them to figure out. And, and if they are, if it's true love, like, I mean, I even told Jamie this on camera, I think I was like, if it's true love, who am I to get in the way of that? I don't want to. I'm, I hope you guys find true love. I hope you guys can be happy. And they seems to be great together. And after that, I was like, so not concerned about anything. I was like, I'm mm-hmm. concerned about Ryan concerned about our relationship growing and getting to him to open up and talk more about his feelings, you know, like that was, that was, and every, every day it was, it was progressing, you know? So I felt hope there and I felt like, okay, this is the right direction. Cause every day it was like, we were closer and closer and the communication was better and the, everything was just, it just felt, I think our best, the way we felt about each other, the, the best and strongest was in Vegas, obviously, cause it just mm. got better and better. Um, Okay, well, before we before we do the exciting news that you and Ryan have, two things. What was it about Ryan that initially drew you to him? And then what's your favorite thing now about Ryan? <laughs> Cute. Um, so the thing that initially drew me, so I I don't I like the guy that's a little more reserved. I I, I don't like the cocky, like I know I'm hot kind of guy. I think that's such a turnoff. Like I like the guy who's like the strong silent type just, I feel like it balances me a bit more. I don't think I'd be able to, I, I don't know. I like that about him. And, um, initially maybe it was a, a maybe a bit of like the chase as well. Cause he like, wasn't kind of coming for <laughs> me as much. And then I was like, okay, I need to get to know him. And then when we finally did talk, he was so sweet and so just, he was a great listener. He was just someone who was interested in, in, in getting to know you. Like it wasn't, I didn't feel like he was like, Sup. Like going on, like he didn't give me that vibe, and I really appreciated that, and I liked it, and it just, yeah, it just made me want to like kiss him. No, and, and you guys uh, did <laughs> quite passionately. <laughs> Don't remind me. Why did you say that? You should have never said kiss him. God. I should not have said it. I'm sorry. Listen, yeah. listen. I don't having someone film me kiss. Someone is one of my biggest nightmares and probably the biggest thing that would deter me from reality TV because oh I'm like, God. just have a camera right here. 
wasn't just that. There were 10 cameras. Like I had never had so many cameras on me the whole season unless it was that wow. moment. And it was, and it was so, cause it was our first like thing. And, and it, it was just the most, I mean, we have, you know, the producers like looking at us while everything's happening. I'm like, oh. I'm like oh. Oh. it was just all of the things at once. It was, it was weird how fast it becomes normal though though right it's like before you know it you're just like yeah. i don't know that's how, that's Not- how i felt at least they would call it moving furniture yeah they, that's what they call the camera people and it very quick like within two days that at least for me that's how it felt like and it's like i forgot they were there yeah the rest of the time so weird you don't notice the camera that is literally like under your face as you're making <laughs> <No>. out <laughs> angle is this really the angle you've been on right now no it became like scarily unconscious to the point where you're yeah saying shit and doing shit sometimes like disconnected from the fact that millions of people are going to see it it's so weird no it was just and you know the thing is is you guys didn't get to see all the all the time that ryan and i did have before that moment Mm -hmm. obviously because it wasn't like the first day i got there it had been already three or four days oh I didn't really, I don't know why it, it def, I definitely felt like that too. I felt like yeah. it was like the first time you guys were really interacting. No. And that's the crazy thing. Cause everyone's like, she came in and just, and like took him. It's like, no, we, we <laughs> I'm talking like, I'm not a crazy person, but, you know? And, um, we had moments and, and we had moments by the fireplace and we had, you know, by the kitchen and he was really sweet. He helped me like pour we my salsa tea. dance, right? Huh? Did we like salsa dance by the We salsa danced. We had like all these really cute moments. He was like, "Yeah, I'm a great dancer," and I was like, "Oh, teach me how to salsa." Dance. <laughs> I don't think I said that. Oh, no. I'm a that. really good dancer. Yeah. I cut a run. I mean, he's he's on top of it, but you know, I was like, "Okay, show me what you got," and he was he was teaching me, and I was like, "That's cute, but that's not how you salsa dance." <laughs> I was showing him how to do it. No, 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 let me show you. Yeah, it was. You know, we had all these really sweet, cute moments, and um, that you know, they just they just cut to the good stuff. Of course. All right. Well, what's your favorite thing about Ryan now? My now favorite thing about close. Ryan is that there are a lot of favorite things, to be honest. I think we had a long conversation last night about all our favorite things about each other. But um, I think my favorite thing about him is how how ex- uh, I'm trying to compare it to things that I never had. Like Ryan pr- possesses a lot of things that I've never had with other relationships and a lot of it is just really he's very much like a like a partner like a team like a team player you know and if I need something he's there to help me with that and you know he'll he'll talk to me he'll talk me through things he'll talk through things with me and he's he's available um to 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 do that he's never like oh I don't want to deal with you like you know most guys that they just want to you know if we're talking about something they're like oh I talked about it later I don't he's there always to be like what is it that you need or what do you need to get off your chest or what do you need to hear? And I love that about him. Like he's not, he's always down. He's always down, you know, that's so important for me mm-hmm. to be like, Hey, I'm here. I'm, I'm listening. Let's, let's be, you know, we're, we're a team. I, that's important to me. And I appreciate that about him. Well, I think that it was very obvious to everyone watching that not only were you guys just killed it, even on, even when you thought that you blew it, it was uh, still, you guys are just still both so incredible that it was just, you guys were so amazing to watch. But another thing I think was always like, you guys always seemed like a team and it felt like a partnership, which was always so cool to see. Um, and speaking of music killing it, can you give us the big news? <laughs> oh my goodness. Ryan and I made a baby. <laughs> baby and 
She's You're pregnant with her. music. <laughs> <laughs> we created a child and our child is being delivered to the world. Um, we are praying to the dear Lords this Friday. Today is our, is our hope is our day that yes. uh, we're releasing our first single together. It's really, really exciting. That's so exciting. So exciting. Cause like, you know, we had been talking about this for a while and we were trying to figure out a way to really blend both of our styles. Cause I had been doing progressive house music for oh, years and years mm-hmm. and, um, kind of going from there to like Latin pop and then to like dance pop. And I was like, okay, now where I'm at is, uh, is, is more of like a Latin dance funk type of music that I'm doing is solo stuff. And I'm like, how can we mix that with Ryan's, uh, you know, like cool. pop funk stuff? And I think the song is the perfect blend of the two of us. And it really represents, um, I think, how we're feeling as well about each other. And um, it's... You have me psyched. This is yeah. a good lead in. And I think we're going to play a clip right after this. And Yes, we're going to wrap the, the episode with a clip. And I was just telling Becca earlier, I heard the clip and I am so excited to hear the whole song because I'm it's thrilled. like so sexy and fun and like dancey, but hot. And I, it's just the perfect. It's exactly what I wanted from both of you. And I'm so excited. <laughs> you guys are the first people to ever hear it outside. Yeah. Of- oh, my gosh. Broads, are you not honored? So we're going to wrap. Literally, no one has heard this. Not even my parents. They had, they're like, you hear it? I was like, no, I you not hear it until. Oh, my God. It, None of my friends? Nobody. Oh, my God. We're your new mom and dad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> well, we're going to wrap the show broads where instead of our typical outro music, you are going to hear their new single bad I'm for so you excited. coming out Friday. And other than that, where can the broads find both of you and your info and new music or current music that's out? Give us all that. And we'll put it in the episode notes as well. Well, for me, um, you can find me on Instagram at, at Natasha Bessez. And I think everything across the board is at Natasha Bessez. My YouTube, my uh, Facebook, my, uh, you know, my Spotify, my iTunes, it's all at Natasha says. And so um, that's where you'll be finding all the, all the new fun stuff. Cool. Amazing. And all my stuff is, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter is Ryan Neal underscore music and then Ryan Neal music.com. Perfect. Well, Thank we you love guys you both so much. For We're coming so, on, so happy, <laughs> so happy that we could talk I'm to so both happy. of you. I've been wanting to do this for the longest time and you girls are just amazing. And I love all the things you stand for. And I love the fact that you're open and honest with everything you say and feel. I just, it just makes me happy that there are women like you guys that are just saying it how it is. And, you know, I appreciate just really like even your last episode about, um, you know, social situations and things that we need to uphold ourselves and how other women should understand each other in ways like that just makes me happy that they're women talking about it and um that's important and i'm grateful for you guys so thank you for we made the season for us yes, we loved it you both really did and brought all the broads are obsessed with both of you and we're so grateful that you guys were our First two ABC approved guests. This is so exciting. (laughs) We will forever remember it. We love you both. And broads, without further ado, Ryan and Natasha's a clip of their new single, Bad For You. Chat soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you.